I never like going back and seeing what like other teams like pick on a like a draft pick or stuff like that. Because number one, I don't like I don't like to feel bad about it because if if it's good, then I don't yeah. like think about it. But also, it's never a guarantee if the same if if it was the same pick team would have picked. Yeah, I know exactly. that's that's why everybody yeah. freaks out about the Keegan Colesar thing, and I mean yeah. I just don't think. The, yeah, there's no guarantee the that they would have taken uh, Texier. I'm pretty confident they wouldn't take Texier. But so, that, that that was a sweet shootout goal, or oh, that was, was a the nasty shootout, shootout, or was goal. it? Uh, no, it was, it was a shootout. It was, it was, it was nasty. Shot. So I I I don't really freak out about it as much as most a lot of people do, but yeah, I like looking at it. Yeah, it, it's nice to look at it, but I don't dwell on it. You know what I mean? But the, the same thing, like everybody, like the only one that you can, I think, sit back and point to and go, okay, well, Vegas probably is going to at least some point come back and bite him is Suzuki. how good Suzuki's playing. He yeah, is yeah. just, I mean, and look, opportunity and all this stuff, sure, we don't know any of that stuff. But what I do know is he is playing for probably the best team in the Scotia division. Who finally Scotia. lost the game yesterday. In the Skosh, and he's playing second line center for the team in the Skosh. With um, he's had different wingers that can do all sorts of different things. He's playing with Josh Anderson, who's like an Alex Tuck, yeah. just just speed and and big body, right? He's he's played with Tatar and looked mm-hmm. good with Tatar. He played with Domi, looked good with Domi. Like he's he has, and he's all situations player. So I think that's the only one that you can sit there and go, okay, well, that one's going to hurt. That one's going to sting. But all these other ones, there's no spot for them on this team, right? And even all that said about Suzuki, are you really going to sit there and say Pacioretty hasn't been lights out for Vegas? Mm-hmm. Exactly. He, he is playing out of his mind. Last year, he led the team in goals. This year, he's off to an even stronger start. I mean, he could get 30 and 56 if they play 56. I don't think they do. I and I think this conversation wouldn't be that prominent too if Cody Glass has been the stud like he has. If Cody Glass stud. was anything, but here's the thing: yeah. once again, I mean, Vegas has put themselves under the microscope. A, yeah, in a precarious situation, right? But I mean, I'd rather them be in this situation than have too much cap space. Like at least we're a cap team; we don't have to worry about that, right? We are a cap team, which is good. It's good to have an owner that says, "Hey, go for it, go be a cap team." The fact that they're able to have Leonard and Flurry is is a good thing. Although Leonard's playing like fucking shit right yeah. now. You guys want to get this recorded though? Yeah, we can. We can. I think this is actually a good conversation. We should have recorded. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, it's actually, okay. it is recorded. It's I automatically record. Oh, we, we can, just we have can, done the introduction. We can uh, we can uh, throw it in at the end or something if you want. Uh, poor AJ will yell at us for having to edit something. You motherfuckers. Or- his, or, his, his point of editing is like putting the intro, putting the outro, and hitting send. Like that's, yeah, not, I can that's do, not editing. I can do that if he really. Or or what we can do is just not have an intro. <laughs> just have that. The intro is, is, is hey, when I come in and say who's going to do the intro. By, no, by, we, we can we can set it yeah. up properly. We can edit properly. Uh, I was so going to say. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say it's like, oh, let's just do the intro here. Welcome to the Vegas Nightly yeah. Podcast. As we get started, yeah, yeah. So, are we sure we're on season two, episode six? Is that accurate? Yeah, because I went back and looked through okay. all the the forms I did. It should be episode six. 
Yeah, if it's not, well, who gives two shits, right? I go, we'll, we'll screw or it. Or off one, who cares? We'll fix it yeah, next it's, time. It's one of these times. Episode six-ish, maybe somewhere six, there. Six-ish is, sounds good to me. All right, so if we want to get uh, if we want to get started, let me know when you guys are ready, and I'll uh, I'll try to fumble through this uh, intro. Uh, ready? Whenever, dude. Dave, you're you good? And you are recording. Well, you the, said. I don't know if the pups are good. Gonna, are you gonna put are you gonna put a little timer up there so we know how long we're talking? Um, I gotta find one. I don't know where uh, wherever he found it. Yes. It's okay. It's two o five. We're we're fine. We can figure out at three o'clock. Probably start to. Either keep going. This will be probably, I think, would be a short one. I don't think yeah. it's, there's not a lot to talk about. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, we good? Waiting for your cue, bud. All right. Well, fair enough. Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode six of the Weekly Nightly Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, doing it a little different today. AJ is out. So, I'm Eric. I am Carlo. And I am Dave. That threw, that threw me off a little bit. I know, I know. Okay, well, we got through it, so that's good. So uh, <laughs> let's let's just kind of dive right in and start talking about Godzilla and his lasers. Wait, that was last week. Okay, let's Shit. not. Shit. Good point. Good point. Good point. Uh, no, let's start talking. Uh, nowhere else to talk about other than uh, the week that that is. So we recorded last Sunday. So we're recording this Sunday uh, afternoon as we normally do. Uh, Vegas had a game on Tuesday with the St. Louis Blues in mm-hmm. which right before the game started, they uh, did not have a coaching staff. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to go ahead and say somebody's an idiot for not thinking that that would go anywhere else, right? Like, how do they play that game? But neither here nor there. That's fine. Okay. So I actually the game, thought they played well. Oh, I thought they played terribly. Really? I, I thought, well, okay, I take it back. I thought they allowed too many chances, and I thought Leonard played terribly. Yeah, yeah I, was it was, say, I thought in our group text when I said I thought they looked like shit, and you came and said, no, I thought they are looking all right. They, I, they were everything except for, for – for, they had allowed too many chances, obviously too many odd man rushes going the other way, and I, I, I think Leonard was about as off as he – as I've ever seen him in a Vegas Golden Knights jersey. Like, yeah. it wasn't even just – everybody's going to want to, if you want to defend him, look, here's the one thing that you guys at some point will learn about me. Right. I'm going to call it like I see it each and every time. Right. If, if Flurry plays out of his mind, I'm going to say Flurry's playing out of his mind mm-hmm. at that point. If Leonard's playing like shit, even though I've defended Leonard because he's a better goalie moving forward, better career statistics, all these things, I, I can still say that Leonard's playing like shit and excluding the couple sprawling saves that he made where he kicked the leg out on, I thought it was O'Reilly and he made a couple decent stops that way. If the if the shot was coming from anywhere outside the dots, he lost it. He had no idea where it was, the release point. I don't know. I mean, look, I don't know enough about goalies to, to really figure that out, but I know a lot of it has to do with the angle and the release point and all that stuff. And he was off. He was he the only time he made any of those saves was just pure luck. It, it was it was a bad game for him. There was uh, the, a goal that really stood out to me that told me like how off Leonard was. It was that uh, the goal when he was – it was a partial breakaway. Uh, he was way off the crease, and it was – I forgot who's – I think it was the second goal where he just went off his blocker side. That's not Leonard's game. When he's way off the crease like that, he, he, he lost because that's not his game. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he looked like Flurry there. Flurry can pull that off because that's Flurry's game. Leonard could not, you know. 
he challenged too much of, of the shooter, and then they, and then obviously we scored. But I one thought biggest, he said, oh, "Sorry, go ahead, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, sorry." The one of the biggest things I noticed is he was not hugging the post very well at all. He was leaving gaps along the post. I mean, he'd get up there with his upper body, but he was leaning back with his shoulders instead of just getting square against it. Like there was a big gap between his legs that, or his two parts of his legs. If you bend his knee, wide open hole there, bigger than the most uh, goalies five holes. And that's where one of them went through was that spot right there. Cause he was leaning back instead of moving his whole body over to the post. He leaned back into the post instead of this, uh, into the this, post. this little stop for, for Vegas. And I know, I guess we didn't get there, but yeah, right now Vegas is, is just postponed. They've already postponed the first two or the next two games with uh, San Jose. So Vegas is not going to be on the ice from Tuesday last week or this week, I guess, whatever you want to call it. depends on how you want to figure out a calendar, but I'm not even going to get into that shit um, until next Friday. I mean, so that's, that's 10 plus days that they're not going to be on the ice. Um, and the, the facility has been shut down. They're not having any practices right now or doing anything. So this is like a little uh, break for them again. So this could actually be good for, Leonard, but I think it's bad for the team overall because the team well, is playing really well. Maybe they can come out flying like Dallas did in the first few games after their little break. Yeah, that's yeah, but, true. But, but Dallas came out having not played a game. They didn't. Uh, this is their first game where Vegas yeah. came out. I mean, what are they five and five one and one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you say that because I also like early when we started. I thought they played well. I thought they were on a roll. You, yeah, it's true that they. Um, gave up a lot of chances, but I thought they settled down after the first period, because I think they just dominated a third period. And third thought, period was total domination. Vegas yeah. should have won that game in regulation. They dominated every third period. Yeah. Though, guys, so. uh, yeah, and then the second period, I thought that was the best second period they played. I thought it was yeah. just the first period that really um, they 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 uh, they scored first, and then they kind of lost control of that first period. They let three in a it row. Was, it was three to yeah. three to one at the end of the first. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah. three, three in a row, and it and was then not good. David Perron's cheat codes. Yeah, Perron had the two. He had the power play goal, mm-hmm. and I forgot the the next goal, but he just had. It was, that, it was a goal that just leaked out of Leonard. He had his uh his his his. Is that arm the blocker closed. side where where it hit the block? No, it was the glove. It was the glove side. Okay. He, he had his his arm closed, oh, and he just right. he just went through him like he was a ghost. I don't know how he went through him. Yeah, so, th- so yeah. yeah, excluding the first period. Um, but yeah, I mean, talk about the third period of that game. They didn't have a shot. They had like one shot on goal through the first 10 minutes. And Vegas, not, Vegas had allowed one shot on goal through like the first yeah, 10 minutes. Only. So, Blues only had one. But yeah, I mean, you had Alex Tuck uh, absolutely beat Bennington on a breakaway, but the post got, I mean, Oh, talking yeah. about the post. I mean, they hit six oh, or seven posts that, that game. Like it was eight posts total, I think, including the including the shootout. Oh yeah, like Marsha Dan, yeah. Dan Patch Reddy had more goals in this third period than St. Louis had shots at one point. Yeah, Patch Reddy had two in the third. No, he had one. In, no, he had two in the yeah. second and one in the third. I yeah, thought it was his... one in the second, two in the third, but or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he got his hat trick. So that's why I thought they played well because overall, like. Granted, the first period, I thought they lost control of it. But the second and third, I thought was probably one of the best hockeys they played. I think they realized, and this is one of those narratives that you see on Twitter, right? Oh, nobody wants to play for Leonard. Shut the fuck up, you dipshits. But the team realized, if look, if my untrained eye can see that Leonard is completely off his game, you don't think the players realize how bad he's off his game and mm-hmm. just wanted to limit chances the rest yep. of the way? And I think that's what happened. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. That whole narrative that, oh, the team doesn't want, only wants to play for Flurry and doesn't want to play for Leonard. 
Yeah, I agree. Shut the fuck up about that, guys. That's just your eyes and stars uh, feelings. That's that's not a real hockey analyst feeling. So yeah. shut the fuck up with that shit. So I think I think given how the goaltenders are playing right now, because make no doubt about it, right? Uh, Vegas wants Leonard to take that crease. There is no doubt about it. They absolutely want Leonard to take the crease. So when DeBoer came out in the preseason, or there was no preseason, but before the season started and said, we're going to go 50-50 until somebody takes the crease, that means they're going to go 50-50 until Leonard's the starter. And if Fleury's playing out of his mind and Leonard's losing most of the starts, they're still probably going to go 50-50. Like, they're still going to try to get Leonard the most games. I think here's the thing, though. I think this 50-50 is also benefiting uh, Flurry, though. Because yep. I, fe- I feel like the past few seasons, like, <clears throat> a lot of the burden was really uh, put onto him. So, like, I remember the, fir- the first season, he was fine. But he got hurt early, and then... Concussion, and he was out for he for, was out for a bit. And he played out of his mind for the rest of the season. The, the, uh, the following seasons, until, I thought until the, until he rest Until the... Uh... Playoffs. He was yeah. not fantastic in the uh, Stanley Cup final. Yeah, and he like he regressed. I thought because I thought like there he there was just so much load on him. I feel yeah, like and and, and with his age, that Winnipeg series yeah. took a lot out of him because he's one carried yeah. him through that series. For yeah, sure. and with his age, uh, I can understand that. With Leonard kind of sharing the load, I feel like he's helping him a lot. That's I think that's why he's performing a much better to this year because I don't think he the pressure on him is not as big as he used to winning the game. I mean, but I know, I, I know he has like his personal player. I know uh, pressure. I know he wants to uh, win the crease back. I think that's a good motivation for flurry, but I think this whole 50, 50 thing is really benefiting him and, and no doubt about it. He has been the better goalie this season. Nope. No, and, not, not even, not even close for yeah, four games and, for Leonard and three games for flurry. It's for sure. Flurry. Yeah. And Eric, I think you, the one who said it in our group text here, is that with the rescheduling of all these games, you're going to need the 50-50 even more. Yeah. And I think it even kind of lessens the chances of him being one of them or Flurry being traded later on in the year. Yeah, I mean, it is absolutely crazy. You had 54 or 56 games scheduled in 113 days. So that's just under one every other day, essentially. Now you're going to go and need 49 or 48 games played still, 49 more, I guess, in well under 100 days, like in like in the 90s. Like it's, it is, you are going to be playing a lot of games unless they put that extra week in there at the end of the season. Like the San Jose, or not the San Jose, the St. Louis is an easy reschedule, right? Because you're playing them to end the season. You play two games to end the season at home. You tack one third game on there. It's That's super easy scheduling. Um, San Jose is not easy at all. To reschedule those two games is going to be a complete cluster because any time that Vegas has breaks in there, San Jose has games back then. So it's just a, it's a not going to be a lot of fun to try to reschedule those. You games. may have to have like when we go play San Jose, wherever they may be, whether it be back in San Jose or in Arizona, it may be a three games back to our three games in a row. If they yeah. play, well, I, I think one of our series with them one of the other three series is uh already back to back so yeah are you gonna make them play three in a row with no break on either side i can't i don't think they're gonna ever make an nhl team play three or four in a row oh they've they've, they've Uh, this play three in a row before this is this is a special uh situation though so i think it is possible this season I I i am completely on the board with punishing the team that got it 
I have no issue if you tell Vegas or if you tell Vegas you have to play this. This is the schedule you have. Go go deal with it. You guys got COVID. You go deal with it. Like I, no issue with that. Same thing if they do that to uh, Dallas or Carolina or any of these other teams that have been affected by it. No problem. Just this is you guys knew the protocols. Unfortunately, it happened. You get to deal with the consequences of it. And here's the thing: I think it's only Petrangelo that ha- that that's quarantined right now, right? Yeah, that's Petrangelo, what Petrangelo is the only one. But it's it is absolutely astonishing to me that they canceled the game so early when it was only him. Yeah. Like if it was multiple players and all this stuff, I completely understand. They should be making Vegas play right now on Monday. Like there's no reason to give them that that break. Just hey, you're playing without your best or second best D-man, too bad, deal with it. Look, they made um, Washington play yeah, without without four of their best players. Detroit has five players up because of protocol, including elite four, John Merrill, and they're still oh, playing. That's true. Uh, yeah, I can't really defend that that much, except for it's probably just optics. I don't know. It's it's It was a weird deal because – and I, I probably should have looked at this before we started recording, but I'm just going to try to go off the top of my head. Dallas missed, what, the first four games. They canceled their f- uh, opening Florida and second t- Tampa Bay. Or no, opening Tampa Bay, second Florida. Um, so then obviously you look at Tampa Bay and Florida both had games canceled. Then Carolina had games canceled, and Carolina was playing Nashville. Um, so the – what division is that? That's the uh, – that's not the Mass Mutual. That's, that's the uh, Discover. That's, cool. yeah. that's the Discover division. Um, so most of that division's already been affected. Uh, Chicago, what just had they close the practice, but they're supposed to play, they think they're going to play. So, I don't know. I just think if anything, the Scotia North might be the only one that doesn't get affected just because, uh, you know, Canada actually knows what the well, what yeah, the so Canada right. actually uses brain cells, yeah. Oh my god, you America, get your shit together, dude. You guys no. want the gold in world juniors, get your shit together. I know it's not going to happen, but fuck. It's not going to happen. Too many um, selfish people out there. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell me my rights. Uh, so, anyway, we don't need to get into too much of that. Uh, I guess, yeah, so we only had one game to talk about this week. Uh, the rest of it is just the games are canceled, the scheduling is coming up. Well, at least San Jose got to go back home, if you want to look at a bright side there. Like, they had spent a month mm-hmm. month of the season to start out in uh, Arizona, so that's good for those players. Um the rest of the um, – I guess we want to kind of touch a little bit before uh, – just to wrap up the, the NHL talk, uh, before we start talking about a little bit about Henderson Silver Knights, kind of do a quick look around the division. I mean, yeah, Colorado scares the shit out of me right now. Like I know I said a couple of weeks ago uh, after the first – I think they play, had played three or four games. They lost a couple of them. Their D-men were getting pushed around. Well, all of a sudden they're looking, uh, they're looking really good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they final. I think it just took them a bit to find their groove, especially there's no preseason, you know. Uh, but yeah, they are pretty scary. Uh, not gonna lie, uh, they are who we thought they were. St. Louis, St. Louis went ahead and broke uh, John Gibson last night. Yeah, they did three goals on five shots, and he got pulled. Like he was, and he was the best goalie going into last night. There was no doubt about it. He was starting to get national praise for Vesna for sure. They were talking hard. Like, he was carrying that team. And then, but, but Anaheim is not in the Scotia division up north. That is true. But still, um, they looked at stats and realized that that team's trash. Also, uh, at some point, Bob Gibson has to get fired, right? Like he's Bob Murray? Bob, what's his name? Bob Murray. Murray, yeah. Gibson was the home run guy for LA. 
no, no, Bob Gibson was a pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. You're thinking Kurt Gibson. That's okay. See? And history with history with history with history, history with day. <laughs> we got there. We got there. We got there. We got we got there. Um oh I guess if you want to wrap uh that game, why is Vegas so bad in the shootout? <laughs> like I, I mean it, Leonard it was Leonard. <laughs> Leonard's <laughs> never been good with the shootout's a joke. He's the I remember when we first traded him for uh Subban and Leonard. We traded we're like, oh wait, okay, we just traded away the best shootout goalie for the worst shootout goalie i'm one of the, like a lot of fans knew this coming in that we all know that leonard was bad in the shootout so that's why joe i tweeted joke tweeted that hey they should put flurry in and a few people actually took that I'm like yeah and yeah there's still people take that seriously i mean there's a story out there day prior the former goalie coach said he would never ever ever do that to flurry yeah that yeah and to any goalie because you're gonna come in cold Here's the one thing. Look, you're coming in for three to five shots, right? Let's say on the second shot, you haven't played. You're not, you're not ready to go. You've sat on the bench. They're not going to give you any time to warm up because it's not an injury, the reason why you're coming in. So you're going to come in cold. You pull your groin trying to make a save for an extra point. I promise you it will never happen. Anybody yeah, that wants and- to call, it will never happen. I mean, yeah, I get the point. Oh, they bring in goalies cold all the time during games when other goalies get pulled. I'm like, that situation's a little bit different. Sometimes you don't get a shot right away. Sometimes you just different. skate out there and naturally stretch your legs. Yeah, they, they give them some time to, to skate back and forth. They give them some time to get some some practice shots against them. And no, then, they don't do that anymore, actually. They don't let them get practice shots anymore. Oh, they, u- they used to. They don't okay. anymore. Are, is it different for an injury they let them get practice shots, and then if you're getting pulled, they don't? Nope. Or just they don't uh, anymore? Well, maybe with an injury because there's time to take the other player off. But okay. Um, okay. if it's just a straight yeah. pull, they don't give them practice anymore. But yeah, but then you're not for sure facing a shot within the first five seconds of being in the crease. Like you could, but it's not guaranteed. Whereas on a shootout, you're guaranteed getting a shot thrown at you. And it's, it's just one on one. Yeah, it's that's never going to happen. Um, Dave, could, just go ahead and cover these numbers because I, I, I'm too depressed to read those. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Leonard. Uh, 51% save percentage in the shootout. That's the statistically worst in NHL history. <laughs> Given up 50 goals on 102 attempts. It's not and Flurry, he's the 16th best in history. Given up 84 goals on 313 attempts, 73.2% uh, save percentage. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if you're a four or if you're whatever, if you're a, a skater and you're above like 25%, you're, you are looked at as really, really good. Mm-hmm. So if Flurry gives up half the shots to end up in the back of the net, and you got to assume some of those half didn't even get a shot off against them because you know that happens, right? They, It's wide or it's it, it goes off their stick. Like, oh, my God. Well, don't, don't, don't get to yeah. the shootout because if you do, your team has to hit three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, your players yeah. got to bank them in. When yeah, when they went to the shootout, I knew we were gonna lose that game. That that was a given, and it sucks. Yeah. And it's we weird because they had a chance because because uh, <laughs> Theo scored and then Tuck could have extended it, but he didn't get a shot off. Yeah, it just and, rolled and, right off the stick. And Marshy hitting the post was the the uh, the cherry on top of us hitting so many posts. Yeah, that game. No, it's just sad. I, I know sad. a lot of us, and even in our just group chat too we were laminating how many posts we hit but 
that's when you know a goalie's actually doing a really good job. You force those shots to hit the post as yeah. well, too. So good on Bennington. Yeah, a lot of it bad luck for us as well, too, but good on Bennington. And besides that one game where he got lit up by Colorado, he's actually had a decent year. Yeah. Um, I don't I think I don't think Bennington was great that game. I thought he was decent. Because yeah. Vegas should have had more, especially hitting the post. But I'm not gonna, you know, use that an excuse because I, I don't know. I think still I, look, the post. If, if, you, if you hit eight posts or even six posts, whatever square, look, should a couple of those go in? Absolutely. Like the tuck one. The tuck one was absolutely a goal. He had him beat, open the five hole, just slid right through and went into the post instead of, and he almost had a chance at the rebound, but he uh, just had overskated it. So I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't that impressed with Bennington, but, but we'll see what happens. Obviously uh, a lot of season left. His save percentage for that game was uh, almost nine, two, I think. What I am, what was that? What, what I was impressed most about Bennington that game is because he faced so many shots though. Like like I said, like Vegas really dominated the second and the third. Oh well, I was, second they were the better team, but I want to say dominated, especially in the third. Bennington's had faced so many shots, and he actually held held steady, and that's why I thought he had a decent game. But I don't think he was amazing, you know. Yeah, he, yeah, I agree with that. He had a pretty decent game, but not like a like oh my god, wow, he's stealing it from his type of game. Mm-hmm. But no, and. Uh, be, be, also, before we move on, because let's talk about McNabb's injury. He's in what LTIR. injury is it? I don't know, I but he's in LTIR. No, I know they put him on LTIR, which you can't just put him on LTIR because you want to, right? Yeah. You can't just do that. There has to be an injury with it, and he has, uh, and that's, I want to say, minimum of ten game or ten days in like four games, or there's some sort of minimum. Maybe it's just the days. Uh, so he's gonna miss some time. I don't know. It's I never saw him injured. He's been playing like absolute dog poo poo. Yeah, this this will benefit White Cloud for sure. No, like you're saying, White Cloud has been our third best defenseman probably anyway. If oh not, yeah, if yeah, not, I've been, been saying that. Two. Okay, but where's where's White Cloud going to play? Are they going to play? They're going to make Petrangelo play on his left, and you're going to have two righties up top. Well, if they go uh, back no, to I think, playing, I who knows when Petrangelo with- comes back? I think he's going to play with Theodore. You're going to put Theodore back to the left, and then you're going to put Martinez up with. uh... I I think yeah, I think that's the best. I agree. Uh, If if it was me, that's what I would do. I think. And then would would your bottom pair be? You'd put Holden and Hague on the bottom. Yes, yes, yes. Because holding up either uh, left or right. But or, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hold, here's the thing. White Cloud and Hague have been f- absolutely fantastic. I was, Martinez I was and Theodore that. have been fantastic. You don't really lose a lot going from McNabb to Holden. You just plug and play Holden and move on with life. I was actually, I was going to, yeah, I just thought of that when you, before, yeah, that, when you put the whole situation with the, like, yeah, put, just put Holden with Petrangelo. I think they'll be fine. Can't be any worse than McNabb. McNabb's yeah. been. Trash this year, and uh, I know that he. I know it's it's he's a stay at home defenseman and all this stuff, but he's been he's been bad bad. Uh, his old partner Nate Schmidt also has been bad too. It's crazy. Maybe they were just not a top pairing. D- I mean, they, I mean, they were they were fine for a few years there, but one year. Oh, it is. 
it is how it is that like that sometimes though but i think our demons uh performed well especially when you brought up white cloud and hay because i've especially that game against st louis i thought they were great it works like really good they, they've been they've been very good i i thought i think that they were as plug and play as it gets so look as much as i want to see glass back in the lineup I don't ever want to see 13 and five again. And hopefully now that you're starting to see some, uh, whatever, I wonder, can they accrue points? Can they accrue cap space when they're not playing? Yes, I, this, it, this it, cap, I think it goes by date instead of a, uh... this calf is going to be so weird. So, I mean, they have, they have the guy that used to run, um, uh, what was before cap friendly. There was a site before cap friendly that was, Oh uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it either. They hired him. They hired that dude. He works for Vegas. Yep. Really? Yeah. So there was somebody before and that dude passed away. And then this guy took it over and then they hired him. And now that's why Cap Friendly is so popular. So um, they put public, they put the public work out there for free. They're just Cap Gurus or whatever you want to call them. And Vegas hired them. Vegas just went and got them. Yep. I remember that. I can't remember the name of the site though before that, but. I'm really impressed with White Cloud and Hague though because man they're just they're the, my only criticism with them though is I did tweet this out to Jesse is that I've noticed sometimes they do really really risky pinches uh, I think they've given up those breakaways and uh, chances that you mentioned about uh, in that game earlier I think some of those a lot of those sort of actually with Hague and White Cloud on the ice they it's it what i know is it's really risky because they don't they don't wait for the forward to cover them and they just push in and i'm like whoa but to their credit they control the puck so well that it it doesn't bite them this often you know and then they recover well enough to make it uh not doesn't look as bad but i've seen them pinch a few times i'm like oh if they if st louis gets this puck that's a breakaway but like I said, for, for their credit, they, they have protected the puck well enough for that to not happen. Yeah. That's uh, my head keeps getting better and better every time I yeah. see him, though, too. Yeah. And he, he, he's faster, man. It's it's crazy because we talked about this last time, I think, that how how fast Haig looks like. That first you know step, I mean? like you said, that first yeah. step is so improved. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm really impressed by that. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys want to add anything to that, but um, I don't know. It's just it's just going to be weird to see how things get set up when they come back. Is if they come back and play, is Patrangelo still going to be playing, or is he still going to be in COVID protocol, or what's going to happen there? I mean, it's it's all up in the air because we don't hear anything. We just know that he's the only player, and if he doesn't play, you know, Coglin will probably be in, and That's then true. who's going to be all the matchups? To be fair, I do like I I'm I am pretty excited to see co- what Coglin can do. Oh yeah, it, it'd be really that. great to see what he's doing. Actually, we do really want to see that. Do you put Do you put? Oh Jesus, I'm trying to think what you do if you do Coglin. Do you just do Holden Coglin and? I think so. You move up. White you move Cloud Hague, and Hague. You, okay, but. Oh wait, you know you can't. Do no, that. you're too many. You're too many. Uh, oh, if you're assuming Petro's out, if you're assuming Petro's out, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, so you go. Uh, no, first pair would be Martinez, Theodore, yep. Hague, White Cloud, Holden, and then, Coughlin. Holden, Coughlin. And yeah. then if uh, if 
Petro's back, then you just go hold him, Petro, until McNabb comes back. Mm-hmm. And then you Wait, send, send McNabb. I, to I am on board with that. Which is kind of... Uh, th- the thing, though, is Henderson played a few games and Coughlin didn't play, so he's going to go in there uh, cold, too. But uh, it, he has been practicing with a team, so that's good, right? Yeah. You guys want to, yeah. You guys want to talk about Henderson then? Hey, you're yeah. you are our Henderson guy, so you take it away. Did you guys? Did you guys uh, listen to it? No, I never. I didn't get a chance at all to listen to the games, so you'll have to lead us. What? On. I, I we do know that they had a pretty good first game. Yes, so. they had yes. a great second period. Second, uh, I mean, Derek England is the best AHL coach. In the history of ever. In the history, in the history of ever. I, I'm sorry. It, he it should. Is... He. They, they should just put him behind the bench, fire DeBoer, mm-hmm. and then we everything would be good. Yeah, but that's Steve, what a lot of people put out too. Get you know, Steve Spot like, out of there. Steve Spot has the worst power play in the history of ever. So here we go. Let's yeah, go. Put a defenseman put, in the power play in yeah, charge of the power go. play. There you go. Now, uh, you know, had a really good game in that second. Everybody, Jack Dugan, three assists. He's in the line with okay, but but how, but how did he look based on your ears? Uh, he he. <laughs> okay, so here's he looks, don't tell me how good he looked because you couldn't couldn't see anything. So I, I should stop that. Stop that. Stop. I didn't say look. I didn't say look. I said it sounded like he had three assists. Yeah, he sounded like if, he had three assists. He did have three assists though. What if they were legit but, the worst assists ever? What if it was just he was standing behind his goal and he, it hit him off the ass? He hit the no. He hit the outlet pass. And then the outlet pass guy went and just made a great play, and then he got a secondary assist. What if he had three secondary assists and he actually played like shit? Well, I don't, I don't know about that. It, but so the way, my, so my question, the way is, it was described, know. the way it was described is the Krebs, Dugan, and uh, O'Regan. Was it O'Regan? Yeah, it's Krebs, uh, Krebs, O'Regan, and Dugan line has been on the forecheck most of the time. They have been controlling the puck really well. That's every time I uh, hear the the announcer. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, but uh, oh, so they're always cool. on the offensive line. Uh, they're always on the offensive end, and they've had chances after chances. So, so Vegas Golden Knights, pull your head out of your ass and get Henderson Silver Knights games on TV. People would yes, actually please. watch it, especially when you know your NHL team can't fucking play because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Only showing a handful of games this year is just not going to do it. Yep. It's, I mean, given the fact that, you know, we can't actually go and use our season tickets. Exactly. Uh, that's a to- yeah, that's a whole other issue. But, I'll, yeah, that, the and way then, it sounded, it's, they played really well. They just dominated, especially that second period. And then here's the worst news about the AHL. The second game was pulled. Canceled. In the middle of the game. <laughs> at, right, at, right when they're about ready to start the third period, they called it off. <laughs> How do you let them get, get two periods in and then cancel it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would like to know the story about who, what it's, initiated it. Was it the San Jose side? Was it the Henderson side? They've already come out and said it was the refs? It was San Jose. It was, I think it was a Barracuda player. Yeah, they've already come out and said that. It was in Henderson. Okay. So, I had not seen that. I don't know. I mean. It could be a ref. But it wasn't a Henderson player. They already came up with that. Well, this is this maybe is it was a guy in the penalty box. Who knows? Bernie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that tweet, but 
the uh, the WHL actually put Bernie in their actual penalty box, which was pretty funny. They put him on a Zamboni too. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, uh, I actually, really wish this the, our government would do a better job of getting everybody vaccinated. Yeah, I actually watched a few uh, WNHL. It, it was not the AHL. It's the book WNHL that put Bernie in a penalty box because they were in a bubble. Uh, but I. Uh, I actually did watch a few of those games. It was pretty entertaining. I watched the uh, Minnesota versus the uh, Metropolitan uh, Riv- uh, Riveters. Okay, so who's, that who's, was a, what's Minnesota's team name? Do you remember? Uh, it, it starts with a. It's like a wave thing. I can't. Come remember. on, I'm buddy! Sorry. It's the Whitecaps. Come white on, caps, buddy! There we go. Let's go. It was the Whitecaps. Yeah, but it was a fun game. And you then know? you got the Boston Pride, which actually has to do with the the pride of a uh, Lions. Mm-hmm. Ronald Six. That's right, but uh, it was a fun, uh, fun game, and they had they hit like a million total, a uh, million hours views or something like that, which was not a million hours viewed, million or, viewers, yeah, unique viewers, unique viewers, yeah, which was and great. then and they at one point it, they had like thirty thousand on Twitch, yeah, they streaming on Twitch. Why yeah, you're wrong, with Eric Simonis. Which was it's a great like stream your AHL games on freaking Twitch, people will watch it. And the it was part- funny. The, the best tweet I saw about that was somebody came out that's that's a real big uh, NWHL supporter and said, "Hey NHL, can you let me know uh, how many people were watching your? Because yesterday it was like mm-hmm. New Jersey and Buffalo at ten a.m. Hey, can you let me know how many people tuned into that game? No, no real reason. Just wanted, just curious because <laughs> it probably wasn't thirty thousand people. Like, yeah, nobody there was-, there, nobody was watching that game. And if you've, I. Uh, Dave knows somebody that's a that's a Buffalo fan, I think, or yeah. is that a Bruce on the loose or whatever? Uh, their PA or their color guy is the fucking worst I've ever heard. Their their I don't know if it's their play by play or their color, but he was I think it's three play seconds by play. late on. He was three seconds late on every play. It was oh, so it's a good thing she's not in this conversation because she would be flipping her shit, but I'd be laughing my ass off at it. She's so bad. <laughs> the, the, the announcer was so bad. We don't need to. That's a wrap. No, we, we don't, don't need, need to go that. down. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we got? Uh, NHL scheduling. I don't know why we're angry at them. Yeah. I was going to say, we put that in there. I was going to let you uh, lead that, Eric, because you're the one that's always. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, it's at some point, the NHL probably needs to realize the reason why people only watch one game is because you put eight games at the same time. Yeah. Like it's so you, now you, they don't have it, complete it was, control. The time I don't give two shits. Times, you do. You are the I, NHL. I yeah, promise but you. They leave it. I know. I was just saying they don't because they let the teams decide. They need to change the rule and then, then let the league decide, not let the teams decide when to start. Last night was so stupid. So you had two marquee games in Canada. Look, we don't need to, to pump Canada's tires any more than they're already pumped, but you had Best Edmonton playing Toronto. In Edmonton, which is a central no mountain, mountain time zone, mountain time zone, and then you had um, why am I drawing a blank on Montreal playing? Who the hell did Montreal play? Uh, Vancouver. Nope, Vancouver played Winnipeg. So the other good team up there. Jets. Nope. No, Jets Vancouver played Vancouver. Winnipeg. Edmonton. No, I said Edmonton, Toronto. Yeah, it was yeah. Edmonton, Toronto. Montreal and maybe it was Ottawa. It's not Ottawa. Know. So it's the last team that we're oh Calgary. <laughs> we're Calgary, drawing a blank. Yes. We're drawing a blank yeah, on Calgary. Who gives a fuck about Calgary? Come on. No. Um, but that game was in Montreal, which is an Eastern time zone. So you know what? Hey, it's hockey night in Canada. Let's put 
both games at four o'clock. You fucking idiots. Like, you could have split those up. Even an hour would have been okay. Two hours yeah. would have been great. Two and a half hours, even better. Like, it's Stop so sucking dumb. Toronto's dick. Yeah, Toronto didn't. They were on the road. They should have played a, uh, they should have played an eight Eastern start time, or not eight Eastern. I guess it would have been nine Eastern. But I don't know. It's just, it, it's really disappointing how the NHL wants to grow. And then they realize that they're just regional and don't try to do anything about it. Like well, it's not just start times too. It's like this week we go one game, 15 games, <laughs> one game, so 14 games. <laughs> What's up with that, dude? On Wednesday and Friday, you had one actual game being played. On Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, you had at least 12. Yeah. It wasn't 15 because there's 31 teams, but it was we at least We know the league games. loves, especially Saturdays, because Canada is always – Saturday says hockey night in Canada. It has been for decades and decades, but my Why God. Why do they love Tuesdays and Thursdays so much? I don't know. Not, I guess because they're not going up against Monday night football. I guess you got to probably start digging a little deeper. Okay, Monday night football, you want to avoid Which Sunday. Which is done. Sunday football. Has been done since. The no, I know, but, but you got to understand that their, their scheduling has been this way, well, not just this year. It's So traditional yes, years, when you're going up October, that's football time. I get that. Well, I'm um, saying what I'm saying is – is that it's on Wednesday? Mon- Monday night football ends in December, so starting in January, start putting more games on Mondays. I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's it's dumb. It's it's the NHL needs to pull their head out of their ass. They won't. So yeah, and, and uh, you can't worry about building availability. There's no fucking concerts. <laughs> the only other, no I mean, there's only yeah. a handful of teams that share uh, games with the NBA. Crazy. It doesn't so. make any freaking sense, dude. Carlo, anything you want to add other than it doesn't make any sense? It does not make any sense, dude. <laughs> okay, well, let's... Uh... Just so, I don't know, man. It's it, Like you said, like they're competing against Monday Night Football, then they put freaking 12 games on Monday. And then like, two or two... <laughs> they don't do a lot smart, so one of these, I, days, be, one of these days they'll grow. To be so, fair... The, the only this, smart this thing one... they did was in the bubble. They had games all day long when they started. Yeah, okay, to be fair... To defend it a little bit, I understand that they it, it is this was actually a, like a last minute thing that they had to put together a a schedule, you know. So I understand probably that's the case, you know, and it's it's a little bit much. It's so much harder to do it this season, and that's my only defense for them, you know. And they have, but they have computers to probably do like do this for them. Yeah, Maybe they, write, just, they, write, they do a computer that starts it out, and then yeah. they have somebody who's left master that adjusts and yeah because they have to give it to the team the team has to approve it based on yeah. open open dates and all that stuff now i know this year they're not dealing with that but it's it's okay so uh now that we've bored you to death with the, our nhl schedule talk we're gonna hit a little commercial break oh you remembered yeah it's really fucking big right there it says commercial break reminder oh okay that's true so Here i go. got it um, and I didn't want to say presented by somebody else because that might actually upset, you know, if we legitimately do have a fucking sponsor. And now the starting lineup for your Blue Notes podcast, Tom Franklin and the man called Wags. Hello and welcome to Blue Notes. I am one half of your Blue Notes team, Tom Franklin. Joined by my teammate, the man called Wags. 
and we are your home for St. Louis Blues coverage on the Hockey Podcast Network. And that includes expert analysis, whether it's at Enterprise Center. When you're fighting for spots for the playoffs, one or two points could make the difference. And we'll be looking back at games like tonight here at Enterprise Center as lost opportunities. Or at home. Penalties, that was a big, big piece. You know, you're wearing down some of your best players because they're out on the, the ice for so many penalty kill opportunities. Just a complete breakdown. Blues first round pick, Jake Neighbors. Brayden Chan texted me and then uh, the head coach, Craig Berube, reached out as well. And um, Ryan O'Reilly as well. And then um, the next day on day two of the draft, uh, Tarasenko FaceTimed me. So uh, that was pretty cool. So. <laughs> and we're the only hockey podcast in the Hockey Podcast Network to have a Hawaiian hockey correspondent the Hawaii Blues fan, Guy Bensing. In true Dan Kelly fashion, Dan Kelly says, F you, Keaton. I know who's the starting pitcher for game four of the World Series. You damn well know who the starting goalie is for game four of the NHL season. And then walked away. And we have a musician too. Not only is he responsible for this fat beat you're listening to right now, but he has also performed absolute works of art. And it seems to me you played the game with a candle to your ear Never wanting to leave the eyes when the pain set in So check out Blue Notes wherever you get your podcast from. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. I'm Tom Franklin reminding you to not be a chump Listen to Blue Notes and always play to the whistle. A reminder that you can follow Blue Notes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blue Notes Pod. I'm the voice of the blues, Tom Calhoun. Okay, and welcome back. We are back. Now we're going to hit the uh, around the NHL. There was actually some news this week, quite a bit of news. So we'll just kind of bullet point these and talk about them, talk through them. Um, I guess one of the first things that happened, yeah, we got uh, Jim Rutherford, the general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins, probably, if you are a fan of chaos, the greatest general manager of all time because he would trade just to trade. He was such a fucking bad GM when it came to trading. like Recently. Constantly, not just recently. I, I mean, he, did, he was the one who traded for Phil Castle and got him two cups. Yeah. So, um, well, so, everyone finds a needle on a haystack every once in a while. So, uh, but he retired. He abruptly retired. Um, it was just uh, they first came out and cited health concerns, and then no, it wasn't health concerns. So, as you start to hear more about it, it sounds like he was trying to pull some trades off, and the ownership group just said, "No, you're not doing that." So, it probably would have been one of the big names, uh, whether it be Latang or if God. If he Malkin, was trying to trade Malkin, Malkin or Crosby, if he was trying to trade either of those two, then he, yeah, they probably should have tried to. No, we're going to well, say no to that. There's been rumors about Malkin being traded for years and years and years. So, I don't know. I mean, that's that's one of those. If you have those two on your team, you are in win now mode. So, uh, that's a goofy position to go into, right? Because if you go in and win, it was Rutherford's team, and you can't go in and trade a bunch because obviously the the ownership group doesn't want you to just break tear it down and if you're bad in a couple years because you don't have a first round pick because you traded it for jason zucker or you don't have a first round pick because you traded it for uh who's that dipshit they got back from uh toronto 
the third line plug? Simmons? No, 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 no. No, not Simmons. Um, that, White I'm dude. They had, drafted, they had drafted him originally. He hasn't even played yet because of, I don't know, he was some sort of issues with them. Not Johnson. Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. So, you don't have any first-round picks for a while. So, I mean, that's a tough spot to go into. But then again, did... you have probably the – Oh, best. sorry. Finish your, finish your thought. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. No, I was just saying he also uh, – I remember he treated a first-round pick for Ryan Reeves, too. <laughs> um, don't forget that, owner, that ownership group, group includes Mario Lemieux. Kasperi yeah. Kapanen is who they just traded for. Yes. Oh, Kapanen. Kapanen. Yes, that's yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. You signed Tanev to way too much money. Uh, you, you went and actually signed Cody CC, which is fucking amazing. So I don't, I don't know that that uh oh also they've bungled the absolute their goalie situation right yes like, Jari's oh not God. very good dismiss not very good you let Matt Murray go well I mean to be let fair it, Murray wasn't doing very good either yeah. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say okay but but he won him two cups okay so then it goes back to why'd you choose Murray over Flurry like Flurry's had a decent three years yeah except for, uh, last year he was actually bad yeah. I don't know. It's it's that that's a. I don't know. I, obviously, there's only 32 or 31 now. 32 GM spots. Of course, somebody's going to take it, but it's just a weird spot to be in. I think. Yeah, I mean, this is weird. It's like Arizona got a new GM too, didn't they? They hired somebody, or are they still doing an interim. I can't remember. No, they they hired him. He was a assistant GM in St. Louis under Doug Armstrong. That's right. I want to say his name's Bill something. Yeah. Um, they came out and. Obviously, that's a long build. Like I, I feel bad for that guy. They're they're up to the cap, and they have no, they don't have anything. They have no. I don't, we don't need the Arizona. Yeah, we we talked about this anymore. before. So yeah, I don't I don't need them telling me why I'm wrong about how shitty that team is. <laughs> All right. Well, the, oh my god. Yeah. Let's move on to the next point. Uh, Kevin Fiala suspended three games for a hit from behind on Kings defenseman Matt Why it it was a bad hit. I mean, even Kevin Fiala knew he fucked up right away because you look down, he's just the look on his face on the replay is like, oh shit, I fucked up. Um, one thing I would say it's not Matt Roy, it's actually Matt Roy. This one's actually Roy. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's so confusing. I know. I this one's actually Roy. <laughs> that's right. No, you are right. You are correct. I did. Uh, yeah, we're, I, we're so used to saying "wah." Wah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Because because our "wah" is "wah," and then the the, yeah, the well. famous "wah" is "wah." But this was actually Roy. But yeah, yeah. The, hit, the hit was horrible, and and I'm su- I'm surprised this one also got a special about Mark Stone didn't. So well, Stone's hit wasn't even close to this one. Stone's yeah, yeah, yeah. was open yeah, yeah. ice, and he hit him in the chest. Like we, I guess we probably should have talked about that, but I didn't think it. it yeah. A, he shouldn't be fighting. Or no, first of all, a that's a it's a needless hit there's no reason mm-hmm. that your captain needs to be taking that hit in open ice like why is he doing that yeah. unless the guy was chirping him or something but he he did he did pay for it though he did had to fight for it but i know but then you, you then he yeah. i mean i i get you you need to answer the bell mm-hmm. but you don't want yeah. your captain fighting because missing him for five minutes is not ideal no. uh, so but yeah back on the fiala hit i mean we talked about that live when it happened it was a nasty hit he sh- i'm fully support that that should have been three games. They need that those types of hits out of the league. That is a yeah. And the league needs to be more your... consistent on those types of hits and calling them because yep. we see hits from behind just like that sometimes, and they don't even get a call. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Carlo, you want to cover the favorite one of the day? Oh, this one is a fun one. Uh, Tony <laughs> Tony D'Angelo uh, was put on waivers by the New York Rangers after a allegedly fighting Yorgiev and Kreider. And <laughs> D'Angelo, does I think I think in my I don't know what happened there, but I felt like he deservedly got punched in the face. <laughs> he, he deserves to be punched in the face just for his attitude about yeah. you know non hockey things. I bet you he he whined about this in his uh, what's the what's the thing called it again? Well, we don't need to pump another fucking podcast, especially for that dipshit. <laughs> um, so here's the thing: twenty five years old. They just gave him a two year, four point eight million dollar deal. He was a first round pick back in twenty fourteen. I mean, this kid last year he was like third in the league in in scoring for defensemen he had 53 points 15 goals he is absolutely a phenomenal offensive defenseman all of that said i wouldn't take him on this team for free yeah like he is too bad for everything and the fact that the rangers are going to get any sort of good publicity out of this after the last three years they've just let this guy do whatever the fuck he wants fuck the rangers like they should have they should have put us off to this a long time ago. The dude came out and said COVID's fake. Like, go, go fuck yourself. The dude came out and said that the election was rigged. Come on. Like, what the – like, he's come out and multiple he times – a burner account. <laughs> called players racial slurs. He got suspended while he was in the OHL. Like, this dude hasn't learned his lesson once, and the Rangers should not be left off the hook let off the hook for allowing to dude they had digital campaigns with him involved like they pumped his tires and let him be part of the face of that franchise during this rebuild and now all of a sudden you want to go oh, okay hey it's too much like what was too much it should have been too much for yeah. the ohl yeah. yeah yeah it was too much but for fighting your own players instead of like the action i mean come yeah. on dude so what you're trying yeah. to tell me is 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 being a racist is okay but punching your teammate is bad like yeah. no 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 being but a racist it, is bad you shouldn't be on the team yeah. it does make me that much more of a fan of uh, chris Kreider and georgia though yeah a much bigger him. fan of those two particular players yeah if the real story comes out now here's the thing and i i i hope i am as wrong as i could fucking be when i say this this is the exact player that Vegas would try to go and claim. The exact know. player. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I think first round pick. Have, I know. I I understand that that part, but the locker room part of it. Yeah. I don't think this is the kind of. I mean, this they Vegas, fucking brought no, 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 no. Valentin Zikov back after he failed a fucking the they, they, test. They brought they him back. also. They also. This is also the team that traded away Brandon Leipzig. For fucking nothing because they knew who, who kind of team. No, they didn't. That's not why they traded him. Do you not know that? Philip Holm. Philip Holm, yeah. Elite oh, you, okay, but but why was that a trade happen? Do you know that or did, did you not read the story? What was the story? I don't, I don't remember. It's a long time ago. Ottawa wanted Philip Holm to replace Eric Carlson. Not to replace, but be, they wanted him as a player in mm-hmm. the deal for Eric Carlson. They thought they were going to be able to get the Eric Carlson deal done at that first deadline. Mm-hmm. That's why they went and got Philip Holm. That's why they traded Leipzig for Holm. It had nothing to do with him being a fucking douchebag because him being a douchebag came out after the fact. Nobody had any I idea think... this guy was this big of a locker room. He wasn't even a locker room cancer. He would just had shitty text messages with his friends. Like, the, the, comparing the two aren't the same. So, 
you don't give Vegas any credit for, for doing that. That was, they get zero credit in my opinion on that. They wanted Philip home in that deal. When that didn't happen, Philip home, when the deal fell through because they wouldn't trade glass, they thought they were going to be able to get it done with Suzuki. Obviously in hindsight, Ottawa should have pulled that trigger on that deal, but neither here nor there. They had nothing to do with Leipzig being a bad guy. If that was the case, they would have dropped him. I mean, come on. I don't, th- I don't, I don't think this is. You're Vegas. dead wrong. Just so you know. I, think this wrong. Is, I don't think this is Vegas's guy, though. I, oh no, no, no! I, I'm not saying he himself. This is exactly what they look for, right? Pedigree. Look, keep in mind who did they take from uh, Edmonton in the expansion draft? Reinhardt. Yeah. Okay. What did Reinhardt have? Nothing. Pedigree. <laughs> he had pedigree. He was a, he was a top five pick. This kid is is. 24 years old he was a first round pick look i hope it doesn't happen i will absolutely i'm not going to stand up here and I, I, don't, any I don't think it's gonna i happen. will i will say i hate the deal but the dude's getting claimed somebody's claiming this dipshit we'll Maybe. see we'll see what happens but yeah i don't the want to anything close I, I i don't want any the Golden Knights anywhere close uh, near this this guy. I agree. I oh. I, I I hate everything Fuck he him. stands for. I hate everything he stands for. I will boo that motherfucker the, the second I get if if where we're gonna boo him anyway. A, if he's an opposing team or or our team, I would boo the shit out of that guy, dude. Every time he touches the buck, he's. I, I think he has put himself in such a situation he might not actually be able to play in the NHL anymore. Yeah, KHL. That's why I said it. We do still have a fourth thing. We just want to take a couple moments to say, holy big Jesus goal at the end of that game. Or not the end of the game, but build the game yesterday, the end-to-end rush he had yesterday. This split Toronto apart. Did you see the the tweet from Dmitry Filipovich? Uh, Didn't you send that to us? No, no. So the best part about that, the whole clip. So it's like a, 15-second clip where he starts from behind his goal line, beats five Toronto, and then buries it. The best part about that clip, he says, was the fact that um, – uh, what's the D-man that they just got from Toronto? They signed him. Oh, uh, Barry? Yeah, Tyson Barry. Tyson Barry got the primary assist, and he didn't even show up in the clip because it was all because <laughs> yeah. it was just because he gives it to him from like neutral ice. He shoots it back to, or he passes it yep. back to him behind. Like you don't even see Tyson Barry in the clip, and he gets the primary assist on that. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah when McDavid's fun. on, when McDavid is on, he is the offensively most fun player to watch. Defensively, I'll, I'll say it's 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 Mark Stone. Mark Stone just fucking Dude, Mark takes it. McDavid just seems to step up in games like where he's being compared to another top player like Austin Matthews, and that's when he seems to step up the most. It seems like yeah, he takes it personally. Like wait, no, Michael Jordan said, "I took that personal." Yeah, I took that <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Mark Stone being fun to watch offensively, uh, uh, Favorovich I think came out with another highlight reel of him just just this season of just him like puck possession and taking pucks the way. I'm yeah, just like, he just it's, yeah. it's it's he is so much fun to take, and I th- I think. You it, can't actually like give him enough. Like he he just does it all the time, constantly, right? And yeah, and it, 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 sometimes you don't even notice. Like as as me as a Golden Knights player, I'm just like, oh, he did it again. It's like it's normal. And people, like, we know, take it for granted. Yeah, we take and it for he, granted. If he goes through his career with not at least winning the Selkie once, okay, my fucking god. 
Here's this is thing. his year. This is his this year is to his do year. it, I think. I think he can do it this year as long as Vegas doesn't have too many games canceled or anything I, like that. Yeah. And as long as nobody in the Toronto or in the, uh, the North, the Scotia North division, I don't think anybody up there because, look, they're going to be getting abused by McDavid and uh, Matthews. I don't think there's any forward up there. That, and uh, Montreal's playing a lot of good offense. Vancouver, when they score, they don't have a good defensive forward in the Scotia North. So I yeah. think this is Mark Stone's year to win the, the Selkie. And I was going to mention something like that because it this is another downside of Vegas having canceled their uh, postponed their games. Is he was actually on pace to be one of the points leaders in the league right now, currently. I think he was first for a few games and then, you know, how the schedule are. Uh, he, he was one, like, he was top three. And and then Pacioretty also was, like, top of the leagues in goals after his hat yeah. trick. But having having this kind of – he was on a roll and having it kind of abruptly kind of – and I'm, I'm kind of worried that he's going to cool down a little bit. But also he could even tear it up a little bit more. So hopefully – Yeah, he can come uh, back and just, just be absolutely yeah. lights yeah. out. So – we need to it's make not, Mark Stone for a hashtag Mark Stone for a Selkie thing. And it's and you're talking about how the division is set up. Is and you're talking about how, how in the Canada uh, in, in the Scotia division where there's just a bunch of highly gifted offensive players. If you look at the Honda division, Mark Stone is feasting defensively because of the the teams he has to play against. Other than Colorado, obviously, but we haven't seen that. But if you, if you watched him against Anaheim, you watched him against. Uh, Arizona, he was just feasting on them defensively. Like sometimes he was just, he, you know I what? Think, so, so his favorite little move is the, the stick, bend down, the put the stick on oh, yeah, flat yeah. on the ice, and try to. That's rubbing off on other players. So as mm-hmm. I'm watching the games, I've seen Reeves try to do that move, and I've seen um, Petrarelli try to do that move. Now, look, I've seen White Stone, Cloud do it a few times. To be honest, Stone's not you. the first person to ever do that, but obviously he is super successful when he does do it. So to have that rubbing off on other players is a good thing. Absolutely. So Mark Stone for Selkie, make that a hashtag, spread it around. Well, let's wait till they, uh, you know, get back to playing games. (laughs) Do it now anyway. Get sooner you get it started, the better it is. That is true. So anything else uh, to wrap us up? That's it for Uh, me. No, besides, uh, fuck you, D'Angelo. Fair enough. All right, that's a good Good, good way to end that. So, um, thank you guys for uh, listening along this week. We'll uh, we'll be done for now. And oh, um, if you do have HBO Max and you want to watch the little things, it's fucking terrible. Just so everybody knows, there's no goddamn ending to it. I, I mean, it's just I know it's not Godzilla with his lasers, but fucking just no ending. It's so bad. So. All right, that's game out. Peace out and fuck you, D'Angelo. Yeah, fuck you, D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs>